Welcome to the Emotional Wealth Podcast, hosted by certified financial planner, Lon W. Broski. Every two weeks, Lon discusses the current most relevant topics in today's financial climate. He will share with you his insights from 20 plus years of experience that he has found is most important in accomplishing your financial goals. Topics include the equity markets, saving and investing for your goals, the impact on your financial plan as it relates to current events, and more. Now, here is your host of Emotional Wealth, Lon Broski. Welcome to this edition of Emotional Wealth. And today I want to talk about my suspicions. You know, I've been advising clients for 28 years now. Doesn't seem like that long. Holy smokes. Seems like I just started yesterday. And I've enjoyed every single minute of it. So it's gone by fast. I mean, that's if I think about that, that's over half my life that I've been advising clients. But for the last 15 of those 28 years, I've been writing commentaries for my clients to read. And the reason why I think it's important is because my clients deserve to know what my thoughts are regarding the economy, regarding the markets, and regarding their investments. Rather than some can generated material from somebody sitting in a desk in California talking to my clients. I want my clients to know what my thoughts are in real time. So that's why I do these commentaries. And and if you've been reading my commentaries or have ever read my commentaries, I think that the media is overwhelmingly negative. They tend to be negative. Now, suspicions, I mentioned that earlier. It's never been confirmed. I don't have any hard evidence until now. I've never done research. I've never done a paper. I've never spent any time studying it. I've just suspected it. Both in the mainstream media and the financial media, because they're equally guilty of producing these fear-based headlines. And my suspicions have finally been confirmed. Hallelujah. Finally, somebody has researched negatively biased media. And they've done it through a white paper. White paper is entitled, Why is All COVID-19 News Bad News? It's right there in the headline <laughs> on the white paper. Why is all COVID-19 news bad news? And it was co-authored by, by three people. And it was done through the National Bureau of Economic Research. Again, the National Bureau of Economic Research, whose primary function is to calculate the official onset and the end of recessions. John, not just cherry picking this data here. Okay, This paper was published in November of last year and immediately caught my attention. The National Bureau of Economic Research is not some fly-by-night right-wing organization. It's an entity where millions of investors will rely on their data. And these three authors are from the National Bureau of Economic Research. This is not some partisan piece of paper that was put out by this right-wing organization. And this paper studied extensively the effect the news has had on COVID-19. If you want the link, email me and I'll send it to you. It's a lengthy paper, but I felt it was worth my time and I enjoyed reading it and I think you will too. Let me summarize the paper for you. And essentially what it found was 
And what amazes me throughout this paper as I was reading it is they were putting numbers. This was research that was done between January of 2020 and July of 2020. Paper was, again, published in November. So it took them several months after they stopped their research to gather the data to analyze it and put it into this paper. I was fascinated with is they put a number in the paper, and you'll see that during the first couple of pages. The authors found out that 91% of the U.S. stories regarding COVID-19 are negative. 91%. That is big. That's not a small number. 91%. Whereas the rest of the world, when the rest of the world's media reports on COVID-19, 54% of their stories are negative versus 91 in the U.S. Wow. Where does that disconnect? There's something missing here. My suspicions have finally been confirmed. The overwhelming majority of news coming from the mainstream media in the United States has been negative regarding COVID-19. Again, I've long suspected that leaks into other areas of headlines, other areas of the economy, other areas of our country, other areas of different subjects. That the negative headlines that the mainstream media is putting out to us. Think about that for just a moment of how the mainstream media works, okay? The mainstream media works this way in that you are their product. You, the listener today, me, the speaker today, we are their product. They use fear to capture our attention. Although we may not be the main generator of revenue for them, let's be honest, if you're paying for a subscription to USA Today or your local newspaper or or national magazine, that price of that subscription is not enough to sustain their business model. They have to have revenue from other places. They get it from advertisers. And advertisers pay for you to pay attention to their message. If you're not emotionally invested in this article, they know fear is a huge emotion, a primary emotion in human psychology. They know that. And if you're glued If you're fearful and you're glued to that article, you're going to continue to read it. You're going to continue to click through to get to their advertisers. I mean, how many times have we read an article and we've seen an advertisement in the article and we've clicked on that and then we click off of it, get back to the article, and then maybe 15 minutes later, we go back to something else and there's that advertisement that's there. The media wants your butt sitting in the seat and reading the article. And the only way that they know how to do that and the best way to do it is by fear. They know that's going to hold your attention. They also found that there was a huge disconnect between narrative and science. And they give a specific example regarding reopening schools. There is this narrative that reopening schools is a danger to spreading COVID. That's the narrative. But that's not what the science says. They found out the science behind opening up U.S. schools in What I also find fascinating in this paper is they keep using the word overwhelmingly whenever they talk about the U.S. media, overwhelmingly negative. The headlines are overwhelmingly fear-based. That's their word, not mine. The science behind reopening schools finds that infection rates among students is 0.14%. That's 0.14% is the infection rate among students. And that students in schools are not a super spreader as they're portrayed. It's not happening. Science tells us that. Yet the narrative says that 
potential spreading among students is one of the reasons why we're not reopening schools. No. The media has blatantly disregarded the news on the science to drive the narrative. Why? I don't know. And that's beyond the scope of what I want to talk about. I just want you to recognize and understand the media does not have your best interest at hand. They don't care. They just want to keep your butt in the seat. They just want to keep your butt reading. What I really like about this paper is that it's finally been confirmed about COVID-19. I've long suspected it's been about other subjects as well, not just COVID-19. I mean, 2020 was the year where it was finally confirmed, and these authors did it for the past 15 years, that the media has been overwhelmingly negative on a number of subjects. didn't matter. They'll take something and they'll make it negative because they know that you'll tune in. They know that you'll keep reading. Another thing that the authors found was that the media stories discussing social distancing, mask wearing, are significantly less than stories about President Trump not wearing a mask. What? You're so focused on President Trump not wearing a mask that you're not reporting the importance of social distancing and mask wearing. Yes, there are some stories there, but that's not where a majority of the focus is. Why does the president not wearing a mask gain more focus on social distancing and mask wearing? The authors talk about that. And they give numbers. Between January of last year and July of last year, stories that the media have ran of increasing COVID numbers, stories about increasing COVID numbers, outnumber cases of decreasing COVID numbers by five and a half times. Think about what I just said. Five and a half times. They're reporting numbers are going up. Nobody's talking about the numbers going down. I had to find a chart. And I've got, if you want a chart on the decreasing COVID numbers, I've got one for you. I just ran across it today. I had to dig and find it. Everything has been COVID numbers going up. That's been the focus. That's been the narrative. The reality is the numbers have been dropping. Been dropping since the beginning of January. I haven't seen that headline. I haven't seen a headline in the USA Today or any place else that says the dramatic drop in COVID is finally dropping. Have you seen it? If you have, forward me that headline. I'd love to see it because I haven't seen it anywhere. Five and a half times more likely to read a story about an increase in COVID numbers rather than decreasing COVID numbers. They interview the CDC and the CDC warns against consumers reading too much about COVID-19 because it's overwhelmingly negative. Even the CDC knows that for crying out loud. Consumers should not be focusing on COVID-19 as much as they are. Here's the wrinkle. Here's what I just can't comprehend. I can't grasp my arms around this concept. Is that we, the readers, want fear. We want it. And that's what the authors describe in this paper. We seem to be attracted to negativity. We seem to be attracted to fear. That's how strong of an emotion fear is. And the media is telling us that they're reporting the facts, but they're not. This paper proves it. That's what's so fascinating about this paper. It's clear at this point that they're not reporting facts. They're steering narrative. When 91% of your stories about COVID are negative and the rest of the world is 50, that's driving narrative. And as I said before, the authors don't talk about other subjects. They only talk about COVID-19, but I've long suspected that a multitude of different subjects that the media reports on have been overwhelmingly negative. 
That's their first emotion that they drive to. The first emotion they go to is fear, fear, fear. And the whole point of this little diatribe that I'm doing, and you can tell I'm pretty emotional about it myself, I don't want you mixing your headlines with your investment policy. Because one does not belong with the other. Check your emotions at the door. When you establish your investment strategies, check your emotions at the door. That's what's going to happen during the next correction, during the next downturn, during the next recession. Fear is going to drive the headlines. And that's going to cause you to react. The best advice that I could ever possibly give you is to stick to the plan. If the market corrects, let's say the market corrects tomorrow, 20%, and you get your account statement, or you look at your account value and see it's 20% down, I'll ask you one question. Do you still want to retire? But Yeah. Do you still want to stay retired? Uh, yeah. The answers to those questions have not changed. If the amount of money that you're asking from your investments has changed, then maybe we need to look at your investment strategies. But don't let the headlines, don't let the financial media drive your investment policy. Because they've been doing it to us for years. And it's wrong. Because all they care about is your butt sitting in a seat reading their stories. That's what's important to them. They don't care not whether or not you stay retired. They don't care whether or not you reach retirement. They don't care what risk levels you're taking in your investments. They don't care what you own in your investments. That's not their priority. Your priority to them, I need you to, to direct you to this advertiser. And I get paid for the longer that you sit in front of this advertiser, I get paid for that. Thank you very much. I'm cashing the check. I'm done. Now, again, please don't misconstrue my beating up the media during this long podcast of, I think the media is bad. I don't. They are important and they do serve a purpose. I mean, they employ thousands of people across the globe. I think it's important that you realize and be able to sort through the negativity to get the information that is truly important to your financial goals and to your investments. That's what I'm asking you to do. Check your emotions at the door. And my suspicions have long been confirmed. You've been listening to the Emotional Wealth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Lon, you can follow him on YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, or visit his website at pineswealth.com. And as always, if you have any questions or ideas for upcoming podcasts, please call Lon anytime, toll-free, 800 467 6567 or email him at podcast at pineswealth.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, happy money.